Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. It's May 2nd, 2022. Welcome to The Quadcast. Let's dive in. First up, segmented. Suggesting a sublobar resection for early-stage non-small cell lung cancer has been a tumor board faux pas since about 1995. Importantly, sublobar is just what it sounds like. It's an umbrella term for resection of anything less than the entire lobe of the lung. So this includes both segmentectomy, which is an anatomic resection, and wedge resections, which are non-anatomic resections. Nearly three decades later, JCOG 0802 is resurrecting the concept of the more sophisticated segmentectomy for low-risk, radiologically diagnosed non-small cell lung cancer, an entity with a growing incidence amidst rising calls for screening high-risk populations. This Japanese phase 3 trial randomized 1,106 patients across 70 institutions to segmentectomy versus the current standard of care lobectomy for peripheral tumors up to 2 centimeters with radiographic consolidation no more than half the size of the tumor, which denotes a better prognosis. All patients received either a systematic or selective lymph node dissection of the hilar and mediastinal nodal stations. 22 out of over 550 patients in the segmentectomy arm were converted to lobectomy upon intraoperative discovery of involved nodes or positive margins. The study was designed to assess the non-inferiority and also potential superiority of overall survival in the experimental segmentectomy arm. And both were established, with five-year survival rates of 94% after segmentectomy and 91% after lobectomy, and that was significant. While local recurrence was nearly twice as high after segmentectomy at about 10% versus 5%, event-free survival was a wash at about 88% either way, perhaps due to nearly double the number of non-cancer deaths after lobectomy as compared to segmentectomy. Importantly, reasons for these excess non-cancer deaths remain quite unclear and are not clearly due to excessive respiratory decline, as was specifically prospectively measured. The bottom line is, opposed to conventional wisdom, large phase 3 data demonstrates improved survival with segmentectomy over lobectomy for peripheral stage 1A non-small cell lung cancer. Thanks to Saji Lancet, 2022. Up second, I am Spartacus. Hypofractionation hasn't made much headway in the management of gynecologic cancers with external beam radiation. Both rectal cancer and prostate cancers have well-established five-fraction whole pelvis regimens. So what's the holdup in the post-hysterectomy setting? The phase 1-2 stereotactic pelvic adjuvant radiation therapy in cancers of the uterus, also known as Spartacus trial, 
which even the name alone just highlights that some people were born to name trials, evaluated adjuvant pelvic radiation with 30 gray in five fractions administered every other day or once weekly for 61 patients following hysterectomy for stage 1 to 3 uterine cancer. Interestingly, this dose is higher than the aforementioned regimens of 25 gray in, say, the rectal cancer world, but the same dose constraints to organs at risk were used. While the goal was to have 95% of the target receiving 30 gray, 95% receiving 27.5 gray was acceptable if necessary to meet bowel constraints. If even this wasn't achievable, the patient received standard fractionation. All patients were treated with VMAT using RTOG volumes on a couch with 6 degree of freedom correction capabilities and daily comb beam CT alignment. The primary outcome was GI and GU toxicity rates, which would be deemed acceptable if less than 5 patients experienced a grade 3 plus toxicity. Grade 1 and grade 2 GI and GU toxicity occurred in 41% and 3% of patients respectively. One patient had grade 3 diarrhea for a few weeks upon completion of radiation, and diarrhea during this time period was the standout detriment to quality of life, though again, it resolved by week 6. The bottom line is, this early phase trial suggests favorable toxicity with 5-fraction adjuvant pelvic radiation for endometrial cancer. Thanks to Lung, JAMA Oncology, 2022. Up next, coast to coast. Maintenance trivalumab after chemoradiation for stage 3 non-small cell lung cancer improves median survival, quite significantly as demonstrated in the Pacific trial. But why stop there? COAST was a randomized phase 2 trial comparing standard chemoradiation plus maintenance trivalumab with or without the addition of one of two agents. One option was aleclumab, which is an anti-CD73 monoclonal antibody, or the other option was monolizumab, which is an anti-NKG2A monoclonal antibody. Now, as a review, CD73 is a cell surface enzyme that helps promote extracellular adenosine. Adenosine has an immunosuppressive effect in the tumor microenvironment. Also, NKG2A is an inhibitory receptor on natural killer cells and CD8 T cells. Cancer cells overexpress HLA-E, which binds to NKG2A, to suppress natural killer and CD8 T-cell antitumoral activity. And yes, it, it gets better. Radiation can increase tumor expression of CD73, HLA-E, and PDL1. 189 patients with stage 3 non-small cell lung cancer who did not progress after chemoradiation were randomized to one of three arms. Overall response rate was numerically higher with both aleclumab and monolizumab at 30 and 35% as compared to DERBA alone at just 18%. And progression-free survival at 12 months was also higher with aleclumab, 63%, 
in monolizumab, 73%, as compared to durvalumab alone, 34%. Thanks to Herbst, JCO, 2022. Up next, do recognition. How often do patients receiving breast radiation report symptoms that are unreported by their doctor? This study analyzed data from nearly 10,000 women treated across the Michigan Radiation Oncology Quality Consortium who completed a patient-reported outcome questionnaire during treatment. Over half reported at least one substantial underrecognized symptom during treatment, 53%. So what is an underrecognized symptom? Well, it was any time a patient reported substantial pain, pruritus, edema, or fatigue, and the provider reported none. The most frequently underrecognized symptom was edema, 51%, followed by pruritus, moderate to severe pain, and substantial fatigue. Women under 60, and especially those under 50, and those of non-white race were more likely to have underrecognized symptoms. Thanks to Jaxi. JAMA Oncology, 2022. Up next, Golden Arches. Enzalutamide combined with ADT is a treatment option for men with metastatic, castration-sensitive prostate cancer. Initial results of the Arches trial showed that the addition of enzalutamide to androgen deprivation therapy improved radiographic progression-free survival. However, the secondary endpoint of overall survival was not yet mature. In this updated report, the addition of enzalutamide to ADT significantly reduced the risk of death by 34%. Median overall survival was not yet reached in the enzalutamide arm and was 47 months in the ADT arm alone. At 48 months, overall survival was 71% with androgen deprivation therapy plus enzalutamide compared to just 57% with ADT alone. Thanks to Armstrong, JCO, 2022. Up next, Teed Up. This secondary analysis of a prospective trial of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine in patients with solid cancers uniquely demonstrates that while B-cell, or humoral, response is predictably diminished with the receipt of chemotherapy, the much less often measured T-cell, or cellular, immune response remains robust, which is a particularly important safeguard against the Omicron variant, and also reinforces the limited clinical utility of antibody testing. Thanks to Waldhorn, JAMA Oncology, 2022. Finally, figured. What's better than publications on predictors of vertebral compression fracture and pain flare following spine SBRT? Well, an online calculator, of course. Check out a link in our April 25th newsletter. Thanks to Mayo Clinic, 
2022. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.